Sit in Friends in the Morning, 77 WABC. Ladies and gentlemen, from Los Angeles, California, the Dogs. Whiskey uh, Go Go in Los Angeles. This is uh, Jim Morrison. Today's his birthday. He would have been 80 years old. Of course, he died, as I mentioned earlier. He's in that 27 club. Not at the age of 27, like Hendrix, Joplin, Winehouse, Cobain, a host of others. But he's, got, he's already gone 53 years. But I, 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 I could swear this song was at the Whiskey Go Go in L.A. Roadhouse. I, well, I'm, I'm seeing that it's a it's a compilation of that's spliced. Performances from New York City's Felt Forum. Oh, the Felt Forum. Detroit's Cabo Hall. Wow. Maybe I'm just, it's the video. It's pretty cool, then. That is pretty cool. Yeah, 1970. The Lizard King. They call Audie Idala the Lizard King, too. I don't even know that because (laughs) he's got a huge penis. He, um. My mother's listening, Sid. Relax. She would agree. She's seen it. Trust me. She was the first to see it. Um, what a great song, man. What a great song. Wow. Well, here's the thing about you, Artie. Not only are you a uh, a world-renowned, and again, I go 1-1-A, you and Takapina for the best defense attorneys in the world. You're not great at your job. You're great at it. But I love your zest for music. And, you know, I know you're a big Rolling Stones fan. You've followed that band around the world like many did with the Grateful Dead back in the 60s and 70s. So I know you love good music and you love good rock and roll. And I love that. Bro, you know what the Rolling Stones announced, right? That they're going to go to Tel Aviv to put on the show and show support Israel. I think they announced that. Uh, the day I was out last week, I actually I texted Jim Kerr. Jim Kerr, my dear friend over at uh, Q104, who gets uh, better ratings than I do, to be honest. And he's a wonderful guy. So we had Jagger and Richards in studio last Friday. And I texted him. I go, I'm glad I'm off today. And I think they told him that on his show last Friday. Jim Kerr, I think. Yeah, I don't know where they broke it, but it was, I, so I looked up the, I, last night. I was like, "So when are they playing?" Because I've never been to Israel, and boy, would this be a great excuse! Oh my God! And, um, yeah. What I did not realize was the very first time ever the Rolling Stones played in Israel was in 2015, and they got so much pushback 
from the likes of your friend Roger Waters of yeah, Floyd, amongst all these pro-Palestinians, yeah. they begged the Stones not to play. Don't support the apartheid Israelis. You guys didn't play South Africa when they were doing apartheid. How could you play Israel now? But they didn't care. They went on and they they rocked the house. You know, I think Bon Jovi did the same thing. Uh, I'm dating myself a couple of years. I was in Florida and Waters again was pulling the same garbage. Pink Floyd about Israel, don't perform there. And I think Bon Jovi gave Roger the big middle finger. I think so. i got to double-check that. But he is one of the biggest anti-Israel, anti-Zionist, anti-Semites in the world. And I love Pink Floyd. I comfortably numb, and all day I can listen to another brick in the wall. But he is a piece of garbage. But anyway, talking about piece of garbage, (laughs) tell me about the president's son. We've got uh, uh, an indictment yesterday. We've got nine new tax charges. That gun charge is still there. That sweetheart deal that he thought he had went away because he lied on his, I guess, in trying to get a gun about his drug use. So how bad is this? for Hunter Biden when he wakes up this morning. Okay, so, you know, this is like exactly what I do, right? So if Hunter Biden called me today and said, Arthur, you know, I I want a consultation, I want to come in and see you, I would sit down and obviously go over the indictment with him and what the charges are and, and hear his side of the story. And here's the truth, okay? Even if he had some unbelievably awesome explanation for all of this, I would say, Okay, Hunter, but I'm just letting you know, in my 31 years' experience now, and and also following in my father's 60 years of experience of of doing the same thing, when a special prosecutor, not only just the U.S. Attorney's Office, but a special prosecutor brings charges after months and months of investigation – when this person, and it's not just one guy, he's a special prosecutor, has other special prosecutors working with him and around him, they bring in charges that are going to be looked at by the world. Not by, like, your neighborhood, by the world. They don't bring these charges unless they are so confident they are going to win a trial. You know, let me stop you for one second, because you're starting to sound an awful lot like you did and your good friend Judge Napolitano. When Trump got, uh, you know, uh, indicted for those silly charges, and of course we still haven't seen the last of it in Georgia and D.C. and and all that, but you, you sound a very similar conversation. But can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, sorry, but here, but no, but here's the difference. Well, the Trump Florida case, the federal case, Florida federal case, that Napolitano and I are on the same page. Like this is a problem. This this. When you come, when it comes to taxes, Sydney, they, these are like dollars and cents. These are easy expenditures. They can see that he said he joined a golf club and spent X amount of dollars on a golf club when it was a porn club. It was a sex club. You know, you can't run from that. There's no way Takapina, me, Johnny Cochran coming out of the grave can stand in front of 12 jurors and say, no, no, it really is a golf club when it's a sex club. So there's, there's no way to fight these things. So the last thing I would tell Hunter Biden is I would say, look, we're going to do everything we can to fight this, to make this horrible situation the best it can be. But you should prepare yourself because everyone else I've represented in a similar situation has done some sort of jail time. And I would be – it will be a miscarriage of justice if these charges are what they say they are, that he dodged millions of dollars of taxes – and and did so in such a blatant way 
if he does not see any jail time. I'm not saying I want him to go to jail. I'm not saying he should go to jail. I'm telling you, based on other cases I've had that are very, very similar to this, then he should go to jail. That's what justice dictates. As a Democrat, Republican, Chinese, whatever you are, it's like if it's going to be consistent across the board, then and these charges are what they say they are in the indictment, and I believe they are under these circumstances. These guys are not going to screw this up. Then Hunter Biden is doing some jail time. I'm not saying he's going to jail for 17 years or 25 years, but he's going to do some jail time. And the person who determines how much jail time he does is the judge. This is not state court where the prosecutor and the defense attorney cut a deal. This is federal court where the prosecutor and defense attorney cut a deal about a range of where Hunter Biden should be in the sentencing, and then the judge makes that actual decision. And you don't know how much jail time you're getting until those words come out of the judge's mouth, X amount of months, Y amount of months. Well, he should go to jail. Not my friend Donald Trump, who for the second consecutive day is back in that ridiculous court here in New York, that whole uh, nonsense trial. Uh, the good news is I'll see him tomorrow night at Cipriani's. But uh, on a serious note, he, he, he is um, clearly being uh, prosecuted and persecuted because he's winning. Hunter Biden is a legitimate criminal. But with that said, just from a legal standpoint, I love Trump. I hate Biden. That's just a fact. I love Trump. I hate Biden. From a legal standpoint... Who has a better chance of going to jail, Trump or Biden? Oh, Hunter Biden does. Good. Thank God. It's an easier case to prove. Oh, I, I know, but the, you, you, guys, prove. you guys are making me nervous because more than once, maybe it wasn't you, but I keep hearing the same nonsense about Georgia, that if he loses Georgia, five-year minimum, that's it, that there is no other penalty, five-year minimum. So you're scaring the hell out of me with Georgia, with Trump. Hey. Yeah, listen to me. Yeah, I know you think your buddies were Trump. Rudy Giuliani has, has been around my family since the 80s, where my father and he were adversaries. I'm representing Rudy. You want to talk about pressure? By the way, Rudy likes me more than he likes you. I'm just telling you he likes me more than he likes you, even though you're his lawyer. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. No, you're absolutely wrong. First of all, uh, first of all I'm Italian. First so of all, I'm what? Italian. I'm, all, stop right I'm Italian, there, okay? too. I'm playing no, no, a lot. You're be. You're, just because you hung out with Fogliano and Tacopino and Rapino. That doesn't mean you're Italian. Right. You're a wannabe. Fair enough. Okay, so just yeah. let's draw the line right there. All right. Hold but, on a second. Hold, hey, 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 uh, Justin, before the Lord, he finishes his point, you got to get Rudy on today, and I'm going to ask him flat out on air, who do you like more, uh, Idala or me? Yeah, get on I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. This case, in all seriousness, this case with, uh, with Biden is it's not a hard case to prove. These tax cases, once they get their act together – and you know how many people are working on this on the prosecution side? You get the postal inspectors, the IRS, the Department of Treasury, then the, the special U.S. attorney. It's like this is not like a one-man show. And again, Sid, they don't drop the indictment until they are so sure that they are going to win. That's why in the United States of America, when you get indicted by the feds, there's a 90%-plus chance you're going to plead guilty it does those cases do not go to trial the only nationally 10 percent of cases go to trial 10 percent are you coming here sunday for joe piscopo's big bash uh i don't think my wife's gonna let me do that you know i work so hard monday through friday yeah. saturday and sunday i'm a i'm a, yeah. I'm a mommy's boy daddy's boy 
So, uh, by the way, I just had an emotional moment. I just, right before I called you, I just dropped my last, my youngest child, my daughter, my two-year-old angel, Ariana, off to our first day of school, oh. first day of, pre- of nursery oh. school. Adorable. Adorable. Oh, my hard. God. Nothing like a daughter. Nothing like a daughter. I know. And that, that day is hard. I remember, and now you brought back a memory for me, when uh, Ava, my daughter, she's 19 now. Yours is only two, God bless her. But the first time I put Ava on a school bus to go to Winston Day Camp outside my parents' house up in White Lake, New York. That camp is in Sackett Lake. And she had a nice little lunchbox and turned around and said, I love you, Daddy, and gave me a kiss. She was going to camp. She wasn't leaving. She wasn't. And I started to cry. I'll never forget my father, who I missed dearly, looked at me and he said, I swear to God, he goes, what are you, a moron? Yeah, well, you know, you, you, my Jewish brothers, you're always sending your kids away to camp. I mean, give me a break. Keep them home. They're going to disappear before you know it. Luca, my son's gotten into two colleges now, Adelphi University, Pace University, and I'm, like, counting, dreading the days. Not that he's going far, but he's not going to be under my roof anymore. Right. It's like, right. wow. I mean, you're experiencing – you're international now. With your I daughter, know. So. She's actually coming way, home. Last night we missed you. We were at Rayo's last night. I had invited you. You had a, You were otherwise occupied. But you would have run that whole room. Everybody in that room would have genuflected when you walked in. Who? Uh, who? Yeah, I had I had uh, Peter King and uh, and Pat Ryder and Bruce Blakeman and the whole uh, SIS unit out in Nassau County. These are these are badass folks. I mean, beautiful people, but badass folks. It was a lovely time at uh, once again uh, the ta- the tavern, Hendricks Tavern in uh, Roslyn. Who was uh, who was in Rayo's last night besides you? Uh, well, I went with uh, uh, Jerry Foley, who was the executive producer of David Letterman's show for 25 years. Wow. So I got a couple of great wow. war stories from him, and then a real great bankruptcy lawyer. And it was his table, and he's the one who listens to you religiously. My buddy Gabe, he's uh, he's he's a great bankruptcy lawyer. And uh, you know, you just go in there; they're, they're singing songs, Sweet yeah. Caroline. You know, yeah. it's I love there. it there. No, I love it. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. So you'll. You'll come the next time. But in terms of um, what happened with Hunter today, honestly, Sid, if you take all the politics out of it, if his name was John Doe, you know, the, the, the chances of him going to jail are very high. Uh, you know, if anyone else got charged with these kinds of crimes um, that are so easy to prove, they're so easy to prove, he's going to jail. And that's not me being a politician. That's me being a lawyer. Well, I don't need Viagra tonight. Thank you, Arthur. <laughs> You, uh, you're great. Seriously, I, I, you're such a great guest. I know your mom and dad are listening, and I love them too, the Idolas. And they did a terrific job with you, boy. You're just a class act. Uh-huh.